Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TOTTB. My name is John and I will be your Percival Silverlight today. Yes, we are back. We've had a small break and we hope that you enjoyed our little dream segments that were dropped over the course of the last fortnight. We the players certainly did as it was the first time that we actually got to hear them. Don't forget, you can let us know what you think on all of our social medias on TOTTB Podcast. That's T-O-T-T-T-B Podcast. Now let's get straight into the action with some adventure. The Log of Percival Silverlight We are once again at the Giggling Squid. Having been surprised by the patrons of the establishment with a party in my our honour. We have more merchant princes to meet today and no doubt we will need to look into what actually happened at the Temple of Savras and to Grandfather Zetembe. We can but hope that he has recovered. I would write more, but I was troubled by vexing dreams last night. I guess that's what happens when you mix cream-based cocktails and beer. Adventure. It's prison weasel. I swear to God, I'm actually I'm going to include it as a character in the campaign somewhere. There's just going to be a prison weasel. Yeah. Is he going to be like? Is he going to be um, Zippy's um, confidant, like person to talk to, but with a criminal background? So. Yeah. <laughs> you have to I'm meet prison it at prison. Weasel. Yeah. It's, a weasel, it's a weasel just looking through a bit of glass. <laughs> just quickly breathes on, it, breathes on yeah. it and writes a bit of message in uh, Thieves' Cant. <laughs> it's got a little oh, shank, like, you know, in his uh, pouch. No, if you guys ever, like, break down the walls between dimensions or anything, you just turn up in, like, you know, the, the space behind the screen and there's just there's a weasel looking down on the world, just kind of like, yeah, I just, I run everything. But, <laughs> ah! <laughs> when have you actually seen a weasel? Like in real yeah. life, like you know how small uh, they are. Like they're, they're like, mm. like if you look at your keyboard, they're like the, from the Alt key to like the Alt GR key on my keyboard. They're like like from Control to the end of Spacebar, depending on mm. something like they're absolutely tiny. Mm. But like, like they hunt rabbits. About half a size of a uh, ferret, aren't they? Like, but still, yeah, they're, they're really small. Yeah. But apparently, like weight equivalent. That's the equivalent of, of you or me hunting a rhino without teeth. Mm. Like, but then you take, if you take terrifying. a if you take a ferret, if you put something like a um, a whole chicken carcass or something like that in, you know, and give it to a ferret, the the entire bones, um, everything would be completely annihilated within seconds. That they, um, you uh, know, something like, so small, just like, oh, they're like fairy crazy. piranhas, aren't they? Yeah, 
I saw a video where, where of, of a weasel um, apparently um, hunted a goose. Now you think of that? That's like that's like you hunting an airplane uh, with your hands. <laughs> a goose like what like, the fuck? An actual airplane. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Except the airplane's made of meat. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> swap yeah. that into the lake and just attack this goose, and the goose is like, "Jesus Christ, what is? You're tiny. What the fuck are you?" Yeah, yeah. flies away, and it's just clinging on for dear life. It's uh, terrifying. Right then. So I've, I, I roughly speaking, remember that much luck was had. At the end of the evening was <laughs> ah yes, the uh, there was indeed yes. However, as uh, you may or may not remember from last time some of you didn't exactly have a very good night's sleep last night Mm -hmm. and for those of you that did receive a dream beginning of this session i would just like to sort of give a few moments perhaps you've been doing it already but uh uh, if you haven't those of you that got a dream uh, i would invite you now to have a quick look just to refresh yourselves as to what you actually saw if you saw anything you might Mm -hmm. have had just a nice night's sleep who knows have a quick look while we're sort of like starting up I'm just wondering, uh, are the the clowns that you've included in mine, are they canon now? Yeah, 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 they're canon. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, it's funny you mention a canon, um, because with yeah, clowns, of course, say, they, they are. are, you know, canon. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is, there, is, uh, there is black powder, isn't there, in D&D? The uh, island, yes, yeah. the there island is, that yes. gets destroyed. The island, the lan- lantern? I can't, I can't remember the name. There is, there is black powder is a thing, but it's like super rare and incredibly expensive, isn't it? Like it's used for fireworks yeah. and things. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things that if you do get the chance to use it, you yeah, you are you're purely using it as a big bomb essentially that could potentially blow up at any point, especially if you have a sorcerer with a you know trigger finger for fireball. Um, Woohoo! Oh, and uh, actually, that's a thought. If you hit gunpowder with fireball, would you even notice the explosion of the gunpowder as well? I'm wondering. If like the explosion of fireball is big would it enough. Make it bigger, or would it just be like? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I'm wondering. It might. Yeah, it might so make it bigger. There's only one way to find it out. Depends on how much black powder you put in there, and whether you fill the barrel with nails. And nails. You know what we need? We need <laughs> Mythbusters. We need them to try it out or find out. <laughs> well, the thing is, the th- thing about black powder is, is gunpowder in open air just kind of fizzles and doesn't really do anything. Like mm. if you had a ton of ton of gunpowder and it was just on the floor, it would go whoosh, and there'd be a lot of smoke. It's like a shit indoor actually, firework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but mm. if you if you took like a kilo of gunpowder and then put mm. it in a tightly bound barrel mm. it will explode like 30 times more violently yeah it's because it's the pressure isn't the it is the... yeah the pressure yeah. is contained mm. it did a thing on um uh it wasn't it wasn't myth it was like the uk equivalent brainiacs where mm. they did a test to see what would happen um or is that the thing with richard hammond uh, no, it's uh, yes. uh, the dude no, it that was. used to be on yeah. Big Brother many, 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 many moons ago. John, somebody as well. Yes, uh, uh, very, John very Tom, specific Tom. reference. There. Yeah, he uh, made I mean, a he, toaster yes. or some shit. He made like a three slice <laughs> yeah. or a delayed pinging motion on a toaster on Big Brother. They, thought, they, yeah, they, then, they, they did a test to see what would happen <laughs> if Guy Fawkes had actually blown up Parliament by building uh, Parliament in miniature with like stone walls, and they concluded that with the amount that apparently they found it would have vaporised the entire everything from the basement up to the roof would have wow. literally been atomised into steam and then Jesus. propelled like a mile into the air but the walls wow. would have oh been God. fine because the walls were heavy enough so the walls Wasn't wouldn't it? have gone but it yeah. literally would have it would have basically vaporised would have blown up through the everything roof. up through the roof Was, wasn't it something like a tonne of black uh, gunpowder in barrels or something black powder it was a big, stupid big, amount because they were in, 
but it's because they're in barrels. It's like if it was just like on its own, it would have set fire to the building. But yeah, but people it's in would barrels. have noticed. You know, so what, what's the, what are these piles of gunpowder doing sitting down? <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, let me just uh, let me just light let me my just, lamp. Let me just have a my torch. Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> just have a quick look. Isn't that what one of them did as well? They were trying to dry some out. Or no, that yeah. was a, that was a backup plan, wasn't it? They went to go and uh, get like their reserves of gunpowder and found that it was all wet, yeah. and they tried to. <laughs> yeah, it was damp, and they tried to dry it out with fire. Yeah, they, chuck it in they, the they fire. weren't the brightest. Uh, yeah. They weren't the brightest. It's fine. It worked. It worked with the uh, lapson shoes. Uh, what was it? Lapsang uh, shoes. Sh- that's the one. Lapsang shoes on. <laughs> I just, I've already had a few sips of beer. I can't get my <laughs> mouth around. That. End up turning to lapsing shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as, as long as I didn't try it with a uh, with a lassa, what's it? Um, Appsong or whatever it is. The small fluffy dog. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why Sushong is smoked? Um, is it not it's because because it tastes disgusting? No, no. So the Ru- the Russians the Russians couldn't afford to get tea, and Russian caravan is the same. So basically, the Russians couldn't afford to get tea because they didn't have a, an empire, so they couldn't mm. get it through the ships. So the yeah. British Empire got it fresh. So they used to get it overland through Siberia and Mongolia. Uh, mm-hmm. It was super, super. It was super, yeah. super cold at night and obviously windy and the tea came in big like hard bales like compressed like bricks almost yeah. so the merchants used to stack up the bricks as a windbreak around their camps at night on which they were burning <laughs> uh, like dung and wood and everything and so all the wood all the, the smoke from the fire blew into the leaves which are absorbent and absorbed and when they turned up in Russia and presented it to the Tsar the Tsar was like they opened it up and the whole room smelled like a bonfire and the Tsar basically was like what the hell is this it's supposed to be tea and they just lied and said, oh, it's a regional speciality from northern China. Uh, it's how wow. everyone drinks it there. And the Russians were just like, well, that sounds legit. <laughs> that uh, seems and, more and special. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we'll have a specialty. And then yeah. it became fashionable. Costs more. That's not the variety I'd heard. <laughs> so I'd, yeah. heard a, I'd heard a slightly different story, yeah. but kind of runs along the same lines. <laughs> <laughs> this, is what, this is what everyone should say when, in all these cooking programs. When the, uh, when the judges go, you know, is it supposed to be like, go, no, I did it wrong. It was, it was supposed to be something different. You could just look at them and go, yeah. Yeah, my style. That's how I've always made it. Yeah. That's how I've always made it. I'm not meant to do it like that. <laughs> the cake's raw inside. Yeah, I know. It's meant to taste horrible. Yeah, yeah it's called raw I cake. Like, I like raw cookie dough. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it's meant to be. My no, mother's a cookie monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> anyway, um, I believe that will be more than enough time for people to have read their dreams again, so they've got them fresh yep, in I their mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have read my dream. Anything else to discuss just now, or do we want to just jump right in? We were starting to discuss things in the pub, and then Volo went, no, no. Uh, like you said, yeah. Percival was getting his perfumes out because we were talking Sorry. about. Oh, did I forget my perfumes? Possibly. Um, we were talking about offering the, uh, the the merchant prince who um, is a bit smelly with the you know who who trains the dragons and stuff, or, or you know he deals in dragons and well in in uh, sorry dragons what? flying serpents not, not dragons flying mon- uh, flying serpents dinosaurs. and you know that kind of, yeah a basically yeah, monsters that makes- yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just going like, wait, I'm just adding random game. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> so just introducing um, merchant princes. Yes, I want this one to be of dragons. <laughs> yeah, like, so he is the mother of dragons. <laughs> you make, I mean, you make yeah. a very good point. There is a there is a corner in the market for a dragon seller. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, um, we were talking about that, and then I think follow stuck his head round uh, and Siliqui got a bit drunk and then we went, went to a party 
Um, you so did indeed. <laughs> that's what always happens. You go, you, you sit in the pub, you get, you get slightly drunk. You go, I really must go home. So I've had a yeah, it's a nice quiet one. You know, uh, I've yeah. had a couple of pints. Uh, yeah, I've had a couple of shots as well. I, did, I really should go home. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit sort of like, and he's like, no, come. Yeah. I've got work Come in the morning. Just, just, yeah. just have a quiet. You know, <laughs> just, just have a couple more drinks. Yeah. <laughs> just have one, and then you know, and then you can shoot. You know, so it, it, yeah, it's, it's my birthday. Just have the. You end up. It's like six o'clock in the morning. You're sitting there, on the, sitting on the sofa with half a bottle of wine, going, "Why is it daylight?" <laughs> <laughs> and a completely new set of clothes <laughs> that aren't yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are things? So, yeah, it's sort of like I've, I've done that a few times. On someone oh. else's sofa, like where yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like how. <laughs> Literally, you're still drinking, as you know, uh, where people are going to work. It's like, I shouldn't be having another one. Oh, go on. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> oh, God. I started on Friday. Oh. Yes, but, we, but when I went out, when I went out, it was Saturday. I've lost an entire week. Uh, just one thing, Greg. If, of course. Uh, if we do get a chance to do, because I know, uh, I think Siliqui wanted to go and do some shopping, and I wanted to go and do some shopping. Yep. If we get to, uh, if we get to go and do the shopping, um, I'd already. Um, can we say that I'd already sneaked out and actually put an order in for the stuff I want to buy? Um, <laughs> it's not a cardo. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> uh, that depends on what you want to buy. Um, no, just, just the, uh, just the, the, uh, the slight <laughs> adornments to the armour and the clothes, really. Oh, I see. Right, okay. Um, oh, you're going down that route. Yeah. The shiny route. Nice. Shiny route. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, literally, yeah, literally sure. I said, yeah, I'll have it. Here's some money. Just, I want these bits added to it. And then, yeah, thank you. Yep. Sort of no, I'm sure that'll yeah. be. Just to confirm, this is all sort of like uh, customizable stuff. This is basically you. You want to add some flair to your armor, basically. It's yeah, not just, like yeah, your, just yeah. a little bit of flair. Not uh, nothing to change the armor class or anything like that. Literally, just prayers to Thor around the edges of the armor. Sort of a yep. little bit of embroidery on the long tunic, that sort of thing. Of course, yeah. Um, I would say that probably comes to about. It's a bit of embroidery really going to cost? Not very much. Um, 400 gold. Well, no. <laughs> I was thinking max 5, to be honest. Um, no, max 500 gold. That does, <laughs> du- that does double the, uh, the cost for the clothing. That's but, basically uh, just a bit of labour, isn't roll it? Roll me a... Um, uh, I was going to say haggling there. Um, roll me a persuasion, Zibby. Unless you're just going to accept whatever price they tell you. It depends. Are you going to haggle or not? Uh, <laughs> roll me a haggle. Um, it could go up. Before uh, I actually rolled a 20. Yay! <laughs> oh, okay, so re- regardless. They went, you're brilliant, have it all. <laughs> well, one I, the, the thing I was also going to say is that obviously I'm not going to need the chainmail armour, so I'd look to be selling the chainmail armour. Um, all right, okay. Would I be able to get extra by saying, you know, sort of, do you know who I am? I'm one of the heroes of the throat. That certainly can add to it. If not, if not actually saying that, then they would go, Oh, you're you're one of the heroes from the throat. So you're saying mm. like, we'll give you double. That's all right. I, yeah, no, don't worry. I've got in my mind how I how I basically um, I, I essentially just alter difficulty to, um, when you use one of those things. Find me back again because that 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 caught me. You're you're selling your chainmail shirt, so you're selling your armor. You're getting a new one. Is that wait? Uh, hang on. Well, yes, because I, I want to buy. Um, uh, I always I always think of it as banded armor. It's not strictly banded armor. It's splint armor. But I always right. imagine it's being banded. Yeah. So. Uh, yes. Yes. Now that now it's coming back to me. Yeah. Sorry. This is, Which is half what, remembered conversations in Facebook. Something two hundred gold, something like that. Uh, you got a natural twenty, did you say? 
<laughs> I did genuinely. I'm taking an actual twenty. Yeah. I just threw you the did. dice, and it was like, ooh. Okay. The dice someone, is like it. <laughs> if, some, if someone hastily says, uh, I, "I definitely, definitely did that," and immediately after stating they did something, I'd always be suspicious if I were you, Greg. I've already I mean I've already I already gave him permission to roll his own dice and not roll them on uh, roll 20 because the roll 20 dice just hate him um, so you know I kind of uh, it's amazing what pity does isn't it uh. yeah it is uh, what I was what I would say is that I will give you the embellishments for free I, I, I was being I was being a bit cheeky with that honestly. it's a little little bit cheeky um, however you did roll so well that I do just feel like yeah sure fine they're just they, 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 and plus the other evening you did such a good uh, job storytelling um, that I feel like there's some element of that is coming into it as well so yeah we'll just say we'll say you get that for free on top so it's only the 150 just to switch over the armors then and yeah you can say you've got this extra flamboyantness to uh, to really drive home the fact that you are a cleric of Thor a thunder and god to uh, yeah. you know and to basically show uh, Percival up to make yourself look more fancy I mean no. of course <laughs> any, any opportunity to do so um, is is just is just excellent oh yep yep I see that yep I remember those photos now yep um, yeah so um, bearing in mind all the all the little silver buttons have all got little hammers stamped on them as well very nice Aww. very nice I'm sure that will pay off speaking of thunder <laughs> as the day dawns it dawns dark and stormy Siliqui in particular you are awakened um, perhaps with a bit of a fright as you hear in the distance the rolls of thunder which soon are accompanied by the heavy pummeling of rain as across the city the weather has been sort of moderately raining for the past couple of days actually but now the weather seems to have been taken a slight bit more of a downpour rain is just coming down in sheets whereas before it was normalish rain now it is just if you're looking out your window it almost looks like there's just a waterfall um outside can i say even though it's crazy crazy wet um mm-hmm. that Siliqui still gets up before the others and she actually goes for a run you go for a run in the rain oh that's yep. dedication yep yeah sure yep. you can go for a run in the rain <laughs> total psychopath <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, it is the kind of rain that the minute you step outside, you are drenched to your skin. Um, I'm mm, refreshing. Not going to make you roll constitution, though, because unlike rain here in England, um, rain in the tropics is like a hot shower. So actually, the idea of you getting hypothermia is ridiculous. Uh, just out of interest, uh, whereabouts are you running, do you think? Um, so we're down by the giggling squid, aren't we? You are down by the giggling squid, which is down here. Yeah. So she's probably going to do like a five to ten mile run so uh, you know in a loop some so wh- whatever um, basically a loop what, uh, which looks like a safeish area you know she's not going to run into any dodgy corners of gloom and hmm. doom and death yeah no that's that, that's fair enough <laughs> I mean the, the side of the merchant's ward which is the uh, west side of the so north as we're it's looking at here. the map yeah. um, but it's actually the west side of the city Whereas the market ward, which is the sort of more rough and ready side um, down in the east, uh, as I say, it's a bit more rough and ready than the sort of like polite society of the merchants um, ward. She'd probably go more up the polite end. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that, that's fair <laughs> enough. Basically, think of Rocky. Like you know, she she's like jogging about <laughs> and like stopping occasionally, picking something up that looks a bit heavy yeah. to get the weights going on, and then running again. 
picking a small child up, doing some like you know squats with him, putting him down, running a bit more. The child looks bemused as you, as you keep running, just like what the <laughs> that just happened. Pats him on the head and pops his nose on the way after putting him back down. <laughs> just so happens to be the same child that you stopped from Robert. No, um, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, the things that you do notice um, as you're sort of running about, you do notice, I think as before, you guys have been in torrential rain and seen that the marketplace, there's still people there sort of starting to, you know, slowly, because you're going quite early time, um, mm-hmm. but there's slowly, there's starting to, you know, be some merchants setting up at the Grand Souk. However, they are obviously, they're keeping well inside of the tent's covers to make sure that the uh, rain stays off as much as it can. Uh, and in fact, at the highest point, there is a sort of like little little kind of like um temporary uh barricade that seems to have been thrown up to sort of help direct the water away from those sitting under the grand suits tents in order to prevent them all being washed away as you sort of splash around the merchant's ward it is understandably very quiet you barely see anyone else the child as i say is bemused because he didn't expect to see anybody else part of anything else and you even walk past i say walk you jog on past the uh the harbour master's office that looks like mm-hmm. tightly sh- closed up as you sort of go past somebody does sort of stride out it isn't zindar but you know somebody strides out to continue doing their work because as you go past the harbour you do see there is the there is the one or two ships still sort of in the harbour clearly coming in maybe to start hauling off some goods or perhaps drop off passengers anyone she sees as well she nods yeah puts her hand up and smiles it's a little hard through the rain to make out their yeah. sort of general <laughs> responses um but you do yeah you make that little friendly gesture and you head on back on the way back to the giggling squid as well mm-hmm. if there's anywhere that's like a bakery of sorts um she picks up some kind of baked goods to take back to the others for breakfast as well always ask something i've never considered before i don't know if, i don't know if portney and sarah has a bakery or a stand um, with somebody that's made you know some kind of baked goods that kind of thing yeah go on there's probably something like that um i have absolutely no idea what kind of baked goods would be on offer let's think probably something with fruit in it i'm gonna say let's be a bit fancy i have no idea if they do it but uh there is a sort of brioche kind of thing that you get that has a little center of um cooked mango in the middle Ooh. yep yeah, that's and a sort of nice. syrupy mango yeah. middle yeah it's kind of like it's like a donut but i've i've absolutely no idea if brioche is something that might be made in a place like portney and zaro but it does now it is because i was gonna suggest um something like Oh, what is it they uh, they do in Morocco? That really sweet baklava. Uh, baklava. Baklava. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what that is. Um, oh, it's, it's delicious. Like, it's like, it's edu- it's edu- honey, honey and, and nuts and fo- and um, filo pastry. Filo pastry. Absolutely delicious. Mm. Layers of filo pastry stuffed with crushed nuts and then basically soaked in like honey and sugar syrup and like Ooh. rose water. Stuff. Well, that sounds yeah. more. It's nice, but it, it'll, it'll rot your teeth and kill you stone dead. I mean, it's diabetes. I was about to say, if that's yeah. <laughs> on a plate, it's a little difficult to find a bakery, but you do eventually find a little shop that's selling some of these uh, candied goods. Yeah, she'll get a selection <laughs> <laughs> and bring them sodden back. Because even if they give you a paper bag, that's just that's just getting completely destroyed. Yeah, well, they'll just they'll deal tough. <laughs> As for the rest of you, in particular Rana, 
what I would like from you, Mr. Rana, is two different checks, please. I would like, first of all, a performance check from you. Not the definition of performance I was hoping. I, I think an athletics check would perhaps be better. That's, that's not acrobatics. Of course um, I've done this before. What do you mean? Uh, se- um, well, hold on. 17, but without any pluses. So... Um, that's 18 so 18 for performance okay now I'd like you to give me a constitution saving throw (laughs) (laughs) one of those evenings was it right it was indeed Um, constitution saving throw and my constitution I get a plus 2 so that's 17 17 18 okay yes Uh, Rana you have done quite well this evening um, yes, you have. Uh, Greens. Yeah, let's uh, let's we'll just we'll just leave it at the uh, two girls that uh, went off to your room are rather satisfied and frankly unwilling two girls to leave went to the room. room. Oh yeah, I one. yeah, there were two. Ah, Gerona. <laughs> I may have got that wrong. Continuity error. It has been a couple of weeks, but I decided this <laughs> afternoon it was two. Uh, it's <laughs> absolutely fine. Any, any, Anything that anything that inflates the legend uh, that is Rana, yes, it was two, and they were both six foot four Amazons, um, and they've never known the touch of a man before. Uh, yes, all sorts of things. Unfortunately, they still haven't. <laughs> they still haven't. No, because he he he, 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 he probably should have shape shifted out of out of spider format before, but it's all fine. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, Rana really drunk and think went four legs, more women. As it's the rest fine. of you in your various ways start making your way down to the bar for breakfast you do see that uh, most of the evidence left of the party from last night has been cleared away but you do see one or two stragglers there who have clearly sort of stayed the night for over from the party and you even ever hear a couple of them sort of whispering about odd screams they heard in the night coming from the room where rana was staying bad dreams yeah bad dreams obviously obviously but a very light sleeper wild shape perhaps not although actually having said that rana couldn't wild shape again so that actually doesn't no. make sense i don't matter no, it's no, what no. it's what rana i was, I was, I was rana tells other people I was, uh, he might I was, have tried and then not failed you know and then performance be, oh, anxiety. this has never happened to me before yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but that's the thing he got a high performance so no he didn't mess up on the performance side of things so <laughs> anyway moving on um Yes, so you all, in your various ways, do make your way down to the tavern and start maybe discussing what you've learned over the last couple of days and what you want to do with today. In terms of plans you may have, I recall that there is a planned meeting with Ekene at the uh, Dino Dens in Tirki, Anchorage. But uh, there is also the question of guides. Volo has offered to potentially uh, set up meetings with other merchant princes. And I believe Zibby had some thought about potentially looking out a contact through which to maybe find out more information about the pirates. Uh, yeah. There was also, of course, the ever-present possibility of starting a mayo business with the alchemy jug. <laughs> <laughs> it hangs over you like a sword of Damocles. Silicree sandwiches. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And of course, uh, there is Polly still somewhere around um, to that, decide what to somewhere. do with. Yeah, just out of the back somewhere. Beyond that, mm-hmm. I don't think there's Free. necessarily any immediate plans. So Siliqui has just got back from her run and stuff. She's gone back up to her room and uh, just basically towel dried her hair off, you know, and um, 
dried off a little bit and come back down with mm. some slightly soggy pastries <laughs> for everyone. Uh, who's downstairs? Yeah, I'm, I'm downstairs, busy ploughing through um, dino bacon. Excellent, uh, excellent. So Silicoy's going to order some eggs as well to sit with Zibby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rana comes downstairs um, uh, with something of a something of a, a spring in his step, and uh, <laughs> he sort of wanders over to the bar and uh, mutters something about uh, meat, lots of it. Uh, doesn't matter what, and then grabs uh, grabs uh, like a jug of like fruit juice. Uh, or something, and heads over to the table and, uh, and sits down. Wasn't that a similar attitude Rana had last night? <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> the same. Meets, lots of it. <laughs> don't mind which. And, yeah. and lots of it, yes. Uh, so the Queen uh, takes the jug and pours us half a glass as well. Percival, I assume you come down uh, late as ever? Yes, yes. Make an um, entrance. Were you just hear uh, footsteps on the steps uh, leading up to the, the, uh, the rooms? Um, and they they sound a little bit, a little heavy, a uh, little dumb. faltering maybe, and um, and eventually per- Percival kind of he appears at the bottom of the steps. And it's like, oh, uh, hello, how is everybody this morning? Hey, it was bloody marvellous. How are you? Uh, not too bad, thank you. Um, and you you can sort of see um it, he's looking a little bit a little bit more dishevelled than he might otherwise be when Zibi says bloody marvelous how are you he, uh, you notice him he looks a teeny bit shifty okay which is unusual for Zibi because he's normally his face is as honest as the day is long Siliqui's yeah. slightly squinting due to the brightness of the room you just sort of just see her forehead ever so slightly wrinkly in the middle of her eyebrows yeah, she's slightly squinting her eyes. <laughs> Rana, Rana, uh, at this point, I think is, is focusing sort of heavily on his food. Sort of um, stuffs a mouthful of sort of you know dino bacon and eggs into his mouth, and then waves waves a knife sort of over the table in general, whilst not really paying any attention with a big sort of piece of dino bacon on it, and says, "Good night." Strange dreams, though. And then just carries on eating like nothing's happened, and doesn't really pay any attention to anyone's responses to what he said. I like the fact that Dino Bacon is now canon. Yeah, Dino Bacon is canon. <laughs> it's just it's yeah. the closest it's the closest thing to normal breakfast. Bakeries food. and Dino Bacon. Yeah, still <laughs> yeah, so the uh, eating her eggs. The run helped refresh her and um, helped her um, sweat out a lot of the alcohol. She's still a little bit of a headache though, <laughs> and uh, you know sounds are a little bit louder than they were, so she's a little bit sensitive. Could you all please make a perception check for me? Yeah. So, did you say perception or deception? Perception. <laughs> perception. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all seem to be lying to each other, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, 18. Uh, 18. 11. Uh, so, I had 18 from Siliqui. Uh, Zibby? 11. 11. Uh, Rana? 18. 18, right. I got 16. And Percival got 16. Okay. Not bad, actually, for four people. Being slightly more perceptive than usual. Considering we're all hungover, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> okay. Zibi, Zibi's not hungover. I must just I must just point that out. Zibi's not hungover. <laughs> Zibi's used to it. Yeah. Zibi, he's focused on his breakfast. He's eating away, happy as can be. Siliqui and Percival, however, as you're sort of chatting amongst yourselves, you suddenly realise that 
Rana has somewhat added to his outfit. What you had initially <laughs> taken to be armbands appear to be two pairs of women's undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> one is pale blue and appears to be made of lace, and the other one is deep red from woven silk, apparently. <laughs> I, uh, I, I see you've added some trophies, Rana. Um, tasteful, I must say. Do you not think, Rana, they're a little bit disrespectful to the girls? Rana pauses and, um... They might not want everybody to know that you've, um, things have happened. That parading it is a bit... Is it, is it not a bit disrespectful? Rana, um, Rana sort of pauses and he sort of looks at his arm and he sort of... They're, they're tied around his bicep. There's two garters, like armbands. Oh, there were garters. Sorry, I misread that. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, still a, it's still an undergarment. Uh, it's a garment or other things. You are, um, you are very uh, true. Yes. Uh, he, he, he sort of looks at them and he frowns slightly and he says, uh, these were given, not taken. They were not so worried about what people thought. And then he carries on eating and just mutters. They were very loud, difficult to sleep. And just carries on eating. <laughs> Uh, just carries on eating as though he hasn't really it, it, it's not really of any concern to him at all it's just that's canon now um okay. <laughs> just, uh, he's got a couple of garters on his bicep brilliant <laughs> I just ah, oh, I love it I love it okay right <laughs> well Rana you know we we all show our, our trophies in different ways and I guess that's a trophy well done and he slaps him on the back Rana nods and like waves a piece of bacon and says, "You know, it says uh, every hunter should should have a, a trophy from from what he hunts." I mean, he looks a bit confused and says, hmm. "Though normally, when you are hunting something, they do not let themselves be hunted." I mean, he looks like he's having a real existential crisis. Rana, uh, the, the the girl is with you. Um, they, you didn't kill them, did you? You didn't eat them. You didn't actually hunt them. They have gone now, haven't they? Rana sort of looks like mildly confused <laughs> for a second. He says, uh, "He says no, no." He says, uh, "They are, they are sleeping." I mean, he looks mildly worried, and he says, "Yes, yes, sleeping, definitely sleeping." And then just carries on eating. <laughs> Good. Yes. Good. Yeah. So, what sort of time of day is it, and what time are we meant to be meeting Ekene? So it's morning. Um, Akene never really stated an actual time. She just said that she was spending the day with her son at uh, Tiriki Anchorage, where he trains. I guess we just head over there at some point, then. Yeah, I would say at, at some point today, if you head over there, then you will probably find Akene. If you, like, wait until the evening. Obviously, the longer you wait, the less likely it is that she will be there. Sure. Um, but it's most likely that you'll find her if you just head over there. Maybe worth uh, heading over there uh, this morning then and kind of you know get it out the way does that make sense I think it could be better yes if we um, if we go early then we're not interrupting the rest of the day so may- maybe um, they're just warming up and things that way if we, if we go now well not right now but you know soon yes I, I need some of this um, strange pastry stuff that you've bought you well I haven't offered you any yet yeah they say you need it I, I was about to offer you some I can see you have it Siliqui <laughs> I, I make it my duty to try every baked product that comes into my vicinity <laughs> well um I was going to offer it to you all anyway um 
I, I went you. for a run this morning and um, I thought I'd uh, buy us all um, something nice for breakfast as well as the usual. It looks quite soggy. <laughs> Roll for sogginess. But it's okay because they don't know what it's meant to look like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit damp. I was going to say Rana would, but actually Rana probably doesn't. No, because it's no. probably not something, yeah. Rana picks up a piece and sort of eats it without really paying attention. Um, and then sort of chews for a moment and pauses and his eyes widen slightly. A bit like a, you know, like a, like a sight hound when it catches sight of a rabbit. He sort of almost mechanically pivots like his whole torso so that it's aligned with the plate and then just stares at it without saying anything whilst he chews. Uh, <laughs> I think we may have to get some for when we're on the road. Well, I, I think it might have got a little damp from the run, but... It um, looks like it travels perfectly fine. <laughs> I think we might need a wooden box or something to put it in. Need some elven okay. leaves. <laughs> Indeed. I... I slept awfully last night. How, do, how about anybody else? Did they get much sleep? Oh, that, that's a point. When um, when Rana mentioned um, his his uh, bad dreams, hmm. um, would it be possible for me to? Actually, I'm just going to ask him outright. Um, use your words. <laughs> yeah, I'll use my words. <laughs> um, I was about to say this is this is your characters interacting. There's not much that I'm controlling about it. It's just it's how you guys are interacting no, not together. So. Yeah. I, was, I, I was wondering. I was going to uh, roll a perception uh, or a, or an intuition rather. Um, mm. But to be honest with you, it's, I, I think Percival just headlong straight in. You know. Um, <laughs> here's Rana say about uh, the the dreams and his, his eyebrow goes up it's like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry you had a poor night's sleep there uh, Rana but you said bad dreams that's rather personal it's, it's, if Rana wants to tell us he can but um, dreams no, are quite well, personal I know I had a terrible night as it was I'm always interested to hear the ins and outs of uh, people's dreams apparently it gives you an insight into their psychology Percival, are you one of these people that keeps dream diary? No, no, I live the dream. Is, okay. is there any sort of diary you you think he doesn't keep? True. <laughs> <laughs> Bowel movement diary, you know. <laughs> Day 42. It's slightly chunky today. Oh. <laughs> Did I have that? I don't is that, remember. Is that, is that the dream diary or the... <laughs> oh, that, that was my Latmus bread. Oh. <laughs> Rana... Rana says, uh, Percival is the world's, is Faerun's first influencer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> send me all of your things and I will review them for you. <laughs> Rana, uh, Rana, Rana sort of nods and says, Dream was strange, says, uh, saw the city that we saw in the temple. And he says, then I was led through the jungle by the Twingers. What? Twingers. No, no, I've never heard of Twingers. What are Twingers, Rana? Twing, he says, with a ch. Twingers. Twingers. Uh, twingers. Okay. I still don't know what they are. I mean, what, what, what's a Twinger? Rana sort of hesitates and his brow furrows slightly as though he's trying to sort of remember. The kind of thing that, like, people know it, but, like, it's such a such a normal part of existence that you never have to explain it and then when you're asked to explain it 
you're momentarily lost for words because you're like, does no, how does everyone not know that the sky is blue? That sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Since they are spirits, spirits of the jungle, life of Chult. They live in the trees, in the rocks. They watch over my people. Was they spiritual guides? Rana sort of shrugs slightly and he says, sort of. They can be seen sometimes in the trees. They are as real as you or I or this table. And he wraps his knuckles against the table. Rana, can you not do that, please? That's my head. (laughs) (laughs) Rana says, uh, they led me through the jungle and I saw my home, my village. But it was different somehow. There was a strange structure in the middle like a house made from stone Rana sort of you know makes like a sort of a like a superstitious sort of gesture with one hand he says uh, my people do not build with stone we do not trust it and then he sort of sort of looks off into the distance slightly as though he's sort of remembering as though like the memory is uncomfortable like it's not it's not a good memory there were two strange figures leading a third I saw them walk through the village and I followed them into the jungle. He says there was a, a bad feeling. Something was not right about the, the small figure that was being led. And then he sort of winces slightly as though he's remembering something painful. He says uh, the figures turned but the figure that was being led saw me. He says his eyes were red they burned with a fire. It felt like, once again, like he's remembering very hard, it's just on the edge of memory, he said. It felt like the thing in the sky that flew above the city that we saw. The thing that drove us all away. It felt like that, perhaps. But then he shrugs and says, but in my dream this figure was small. My child, perhaps. And it did not have wings, it did not fly. And Minrana sort of waves his hand dismissively and sort of says, But a dream is just a dream. Yes? Uh, mostly. I think sometimes, though, your dreams are your brain's way of making sense of things. Sometimes they can get confusing, and sometimes I think it helps you to plan things or to find answers that you might be looking for. Rana nods and says, Sometimes my people say the Twingas will send messages in dreams the way the rain falls or the way the vines lay across the ground sometimes there are patterns words feelings and he looks thoughtful and he says I did not think that they could reach me here motions around the city and says there is too much stone there are too many people we are far from the wild but Perhaps they can reach me even here. Who am I to say what the Twingers can do? They are spirits, after all. It's quite an interesting concept. Um, Percival, did you say you had a bad dream as well? Um, I mean, nothing quite so spectacular as Rana's. Did you lose a book? Was it something as menial and useless as that? <laughs> I, I was in a library. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't find my section. It was shocking. There was only one of my books there. 
No, no, that would be ridiculous. It's at least a whole shelf. Okay. Um, Percival, you asked Your Honor to tell you about his dream. I mean, what was your dreaming about? Well, I think that's rather personal, don't you, Siliqui? <laughs> <laughs> right back at you. Percival, do you always have to be a bit of a prick? <laughs> it's in my genes. Um... <laughs> no, I, I do apologize. I've not seen you wear jeans yet. <laughs> no, terribly, terribly Damn it. gauche. Damn it, Nick, you, you beat me to it, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so common. God, I'll only ever be found in a, in a tuxedo. I mean, what am I? Chino's at the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have, uh, uh, I guess you could say, quite a disturbing dream. And um, you see... Percival's hand subconsciously just just move up to his chest and then kind of realise what he's doing and then put his hand back down. I, I had a, a, a terrible dream about um, a woman that I loved um, who I lost unfortunately. It's all ancient history now but it certainly ended in a similar fashion with these eyes. I, I just keep seeing the malice and the changing of the colour to the deep blood red. It just concerns me because uh, we all shared this, this same vision with uh, Grandfather Satembe. We're all aware of what happened. We all went on the same journey together, yeah. So my concern is, is that on some level we're still being watched because that didn't feel like just a standard dream to me. I mean, I also had a, um, a terrible night's sleep. My dream started off quite nicely, to be fair. It was all part of a memory that um, of something that actually happened. It was all around somebody very close to me. I think I might have mentioned him before, um, Robert. Yes, you've mentioned yes. Robert. Yes. Um, it showed me again the entirety of his death, but obviously I never see who kills him. I only ever see him dead on the ground, and um, it's horrible. I felt all the feelings all rush around me again, and it felt real again. But then something strange happened after that. I saw a dark figure running away, I don't know if it was all dream or, or what was going on, but basically it kept changing. Robert had a son who's very important to me as well. And his son is still alive? Yes. Uh, well, I I assume so. It's been a while since I saw him. Um, I hope he is. But um, I saw him with his mother and then the hands took him. I'm assuming it was his mother that took him, but then the hands trying to and take his son away again. And when I go to reach for him, all I get to see is it's complete darkness, but then the only thing I can see are a pair of these red eyes again staring back at me. You see? This is what I mean. Do you think it could be something like that's in our dreams, or do you think it's more that it was so disturbing and we were given drugs for us to go on this journey? Do you think it was just so disturbing within that journey that it kind of messed us up? Or do you think something weird's happening and that's what happened to Grandfather Zatembe as well, that there's something awful and evil is afoot? I don't know. Zibi, you've been kind of quiet, almost like you've been offline. What do you think? <laughs> 
Breaking the fourth wall there slightly. <laughs> Percival never does that. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a crack that just came through it there. <laughs> I, I've, I've been AFC. I've been away from conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you look down at your bacon for two seconds. You look back up and suddenly they're all discussing a theory can, involving their dreams. <laughs> and, uh, it's, what it, happened? It, it's, it's, all, it's almost like I lagged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your pee's way off, man. I know, I looked at it this morning and I thought, that's not right. <laughs> Are you sure you're not hungover, Zibby? I mean, I mean, did you have a, a, a similar experience to this? Do you remember the red eyes? To be honest, I, I did. I had the weirdest thing. I mean, I don't normally... Uh, I, to be honest, I don't dream that much. It's, it's weird. I mean, people have looked to me funny when I've said that before I don't dream that much but it's uh, all the marijuana yes <laughs> <laughs> I only buy mine for Mary Jane it's fine fair enough oh, I've, I've heard she's quite reputable you know <laughs> I know but some bastard called Spider-Man keeps stealing her away oh. <laughs> is he the latest fashion for kids I'm, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm lost here slightly <laughs> what, what is the reference to Spider-Man I'm Mary confused Jane. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I, I've, I've got that reference, but why does that reference to drugs? Mary I'm Jane confused. is a slang term for marijuana. For marijuana. Is yeah. it? Oh. Yeah, good. Nick is acting yeah. on multiple levels here. Right, he is, gotcha. He is, he is punning in multiple dimensions. Uh, no, I did, I did, I had a weird, I had a weird, um, a weird dream last night. It wasn't even a dream, it's more like a nightmare, which is even more rare for me. Um, all I had was the sound of drumming. I had um, drums too. It's weird. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of corollary going on here. It's just really odd. But there was a waterfall away in the distance, and I was looking down on the city that we saw in this, the vision with Grandfather September yesterday, and I was looking at this column of steam uh, near this crater. And there's, there's something weird moving in it, some kind of figure. I couldn't quite tell what it was, but then all of a sudden I was back home in Waterdeep and I was in a, I was in a pub that I hadn't been to for 10 years, more maybe. And there's music playing in the background. There's this great big fire keeping me nice and warm. And there's this blonde at the next table and we won't go into that, but... <laughs> um, I just felt really weird and unsettled in this dream. And uh, I couldn't work out what that was, but there was a, f there was a friend of mine just standing at the bar. Uh, some guy uh, that I knew in my previous life. And so I went to talk to him. And then he looked at me with this peal of thunder throughout the tavern. And it went completely dark. And then he's like, he's looking at me and he's terrified. He's running, running away as fast as he can. Uh, and I look down and I'm, there's bodies everywhere. I mean, just bits of bodies and broken people everywhere. There's blood and you name it, I'm covered in blood. And so I go, walking away and all of a sudden I find myself in front of the, the Temple of Thor uh, with the, the the doors are shut 
Thor's head is over the gate. And I know that because I've seen it every day for 10 years. And I looked at him and I, th I thought, hey, okay, I can ask him what's going on. And all of a sudden, his eyes glowed blood red. Everything else faded away. And there's just these eyes left staring at me. And to be honest, gave me the willies. I didn't like it. I, I mean, I'm normally an early bird, but I was up before the barman. I was up before they were making breakfast. I was sitting there waiting for it. The same. I went for a run. I, I, I partly wanted to um, get rid of the, uh, you know, the feeling horrible from all the alcohol. But I had to think. I had to run. Not that I uh, managed to work anything out in the head, mind you. I went running in that horrible weather just because I was up so early. I know. The rain was terrible. It, it got wet coming back from the corner store over there. I managed to see that he was open. Uh, so I managed to buy some cigars. So it's fine. I sat here. I had a cigar and waited for him. You owe me one of those. <laughs> Aye, there you go. I owe you two, actually. There you go. Oh, thank you. Good job I bought two packets, eh? <laughs> now you've mentioned things like the drums, I remember there was a bit before, the bit I told you about my dreams. I remember hearing a distant drumming as well, and then seeing the ancient city when we were above the waterfall. But then while I was looking at it, I zoom in towards a building entrance, and then suddenly I go into the entrance... But it's not the entrance to the building. Suddenly, it's the tavern. It was the last tavern I ever went to with Robert. The, the horrible part of the dream of um, everything that happened that night with Robert. But the, the fact that you mentioned thunder as well, Zibby, towards the end of my dream, when Robert was uh, on the floor, dead on the ground, I could hear thunder and I, there was lightning illuminating everywhere and everything. It was so strange. Did any rest of you hear um, drumming or did it, uh, or have any thunder or anything like that in your dreams? Well, I don't know who's going to go first here. <laughs> bear, bear with us while we check our notes. Rana, Rana pauses. Rana pauses as his eyes flick up left and he frantically accesses his digital notebook and it rereads. Uh, this, this, by the way, this is this is fascinating to listen to. Um, <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying this. It it can, it makes it makes my whole secrecy completely pointless. But hey ho, it doesn't matter. I love it. <laughs> and I think yes, this sounds really familiar. I I do find that when I wake up, it can be very difficult to remember my dreams. Sometimes I do write them down. You were right on that one. Told you I knew it, Zibi. I knew he'd have a bloody dream diary. They nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do remember the drums. I remember the drums from, from the actual vision as well. Rana says, I remember no drums. It's just the jungle and the chwingas. Did you see the city again, though, Rana? Pauses slightly. Uh and realises that didn't scroll up enough on his notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing happened to Smith. He, <laughs> he, so are we completely honest? Um, uh, the, 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 as an aside, the, the dream is really well written and um, Rana was far more excited about the middle to latter half of the description as opposed to the opening sentences and basically <laughs> forgot them immediately because what he was really interested in happened towards the end. Uh, <laughs> Um, as as happens in dreams, you know the the yes. details the details slip away as you try to remember them the next day. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's very particularly if you ever have those odd ones that repeat. Usually, when you're a child, you have repeating dreams. I remember having a 
a, a dream that repeated for literally about three years where it was a house but everything was upside down so all the furniture was like a, a like a Dali mm. house so everything was all on the walls <laughs> all the furniture was hanging upside down Weird. all the walls were on the were, all the doors were in the floor and in the dream is I was, it was filled with people that had no faces and the dream was just me running around Ugh. this weird like hellscape house and I, I get out into the garden and there's a table that's upside down with a feast laid upon the bottom side of a table and the only way that I can wake up in the dream is to pick up something and take a bite because you can't taste anything in your dreams so if you try to if you try to force yourself to eat in a dream you always wake up I always yeah. and the only way hmm. that I could get out of the dream and but the house was always different every time I had the dream so, so you have to keep like finding five. the table. Yeah, so every single time I had the dream, I'd have it like once a God. month, I'd have to find a different room from the house to get outside. And I can remember every single time I'd always dive at the table with the things just about to get me and I'd just stuff whatever was on the table into my mouth to wake up. How bizarre. I had that dream for That's years. Very when I was a kid, like from, hmm. like, from like five till I was like eight. I wonder what mm. that translates weird. to in I've... the meaning of dreams. It's probably some deep-seated childhood trauma. Like, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Dreams like often are. Somebody else ate your favourite biscuit before you. And I know it's outrageous. <laughs> I, I remember when I uh, when I was quite young. I got I got stung by a wasp when I was uh, when I was quite young. And um, well, I say quite young. I was in primary primary school. Mm. Only like only just started. Like so, first second year primary school. Yeah. And for a. About a month, every few days, I would have this uh, nightmare about being chased by a giant wasp about the size of a VW Beetle. <laughs> That's understandable. Uh, and it was, in, it was like literally sort of religiously every sort of like maybe three days, something like that. It was a long time ago, so I can't remember exactly, but it was... Uh, I bet you hated uh, it was, there was the uh, there was the episode of Doctor Who where they had the giant wasp. I bet that was terrible for you. <laughs> uh, no, because I was a lot bigger at that point. Um <laughs> But I still don't particularly like wasps. They're not fun. Me neither. Bees, I absolutely bees hate I'm them. absolutely fine about. Wasps are just uh, arseholes. They're like, you know, bees whatsoever. have a purpose in life and, and they don't really want to sting you. Wasps have just got attitude. Wasps need asbos. Mm. <laughs> Which leads to the question, <laughs> why are wasps? Mm, totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, why, why, why are just they there? Yeah. Why are wasps? <laughs> anyway, back on track. Um, <laughs> dreams. Uh, Rana... Rana um, looked slightly embarrassed that he managed to uh, forget something obvious and indeed uh, he did see the city and he did hear the drums so the drums faded very quickly um, as soon as he entered the jungle the drums disappeared and he heard them no more after that okay. yes. so let me just get this clear when we actually all had the vision as well we all heard drums didn't we the vision not the dreams yes, yes. ZB. Right. Hey, yeah, sure <laughs> he was looking yeah. at his bacon again. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just seeing how many cigars I had left. <laughs> For five cigars, I think, to a box. You've given me two. No, so there's, no there's, there's, eight, there's eight to a box. I gave you two and I smoked one. So, um, oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> no, you're right. I, I think I've got about 13. Can you spare another one? I, I'm kind of running out. Uh, maybe, uh, so oh, Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah. 12. Anyway, um, so we all actually we actually heard these drums during these... Uh, the, the, both the dreams and also the, the vision itself. So there is a possibility we're all just remembering something that's extremely traumatic. Because that wasn't a fun experience no i mean well to be honest the dream that i had was parts of it 
were kind of... I mean, I don't remember exactly the the lead-up to me arriving at Thor's temple, but some of the flashbacks that I've had, they were a bit like that. Is it... Um, with the um, Thor's temple and all the bodies and things, I mean, is that something you've ever, ever experienced in real life, or is it more um, an extreme dream? I mean, for me, with... Robert being killed and that's very much what happened for me but at the same time obviously it kept transporting me like Nicholas wasn't there in real life there was strange bits included but um, it, it was from something that actually happened I mean for you was any of it things that actually happened in real life or was it more um, just strange things mixed together like I said I mean I don't remember exactly um what happened before I arrived at the Temple of Thor that day um, but uh, I've had flashbacks and uh, we had some uh, some therapy at the temple and uh, I, it sort of does kind of link in a bit I, I, it concerns me that we've just had a, uh, a shared experience with regards to this scrying and now it seems we're having similar shared experiences in our dreams. Do you think it could be worth going back to the temple and speaking to the people who scryed with us and grandfathers at Embe to see if they had any weird visions? I think that might be a good idea. Mm. Also, we can check on how grandfathers at Embe is as well. I, I'd like to check on the old boy, see how mm. he is, make sure he's uh, had no lasting effects... Uh, from uh, Thor's intervention. Do you think it might be yes. worth us popping up there first th- today, and then um, and then scooting back around afterwards and going to see um, Akene? Sounds fine to me. Uh, I actually, to be honest, I, that's a very good idea because if we go that way, uh, there's somewhere I want to stop off at that's towards the temple. So if we could go via there to the temple and then come back. Zibi, I, I'm pretty sure the brothel is open at all hours. <laughs> it's not a brothel. <laughs> It was a restaurant. I know. <laughs> oh, they, they were looking at you. Some something to do with a tab. <laughs> I don't know what they. I don't know what they meant, Percy. <laughs> you got to pay it off. You can't just leave it there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, with a brothel, you, with a brothel, you can't pay it forwards. <laughs> you can pay in advance, but you can't pay it forwards. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, um. One one other thing, though, is is that we haven't properly discussed what we saw. Um, if there was any any particular standout aspects of of this particular uh, vision that we seem to have shared, we discussed it in the um, the painted lady or whatever it's we called, did. and um, painted rose. Yeah. Painted rose. Did did we did we did we pick up anything in particular? Do you remember that, Percival? I know you had a lot to drink last night, but do you remember you looked in? Um, I do very, you lo- very much. Yeah. To drink. You looked in Zibby's book, and you um, you looked at some things that might oh, be re- uh, relevant. Uh, there's something to do with serpent people and um, a few different things because you. Oh, of um, course, yes, would, yes. Would you like a reminder? Uh, I, I have my notes. Ah, somewhere. Uh, so the the city in the heart of the jungle which was made by minotaurs uh is now populated by uh yunti is that how you 
Yunti. Uh, so snake. It, uh, so the, the so people. the actual tale just said snake people. Um, Volo supplied that possibly Yunti was the likely uh, yes. was the likely reference there. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then there's the old capital of Cholt, which is Umu, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, near a volcano. Uh, you've also got Rook. And then there's. Yeah. What's mm. the other one that you've got there? Uh, the Abru- I didn't forget it. I was just pausing. I didn't say you forgot it. I said the other effect. one you've got there. <laughs> oh yes. So, um, <laughs> uh, I didn't forget a thing. Uh, ru- the ruined uh, city guarded by a naga, which is a giant snake, and it's up the river river uh, Tath, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, with our visions with grandfathers at Hembe, there was snakes and things, wasn't there? Did anybody dream of snakes? I can't remember, you know. This. Let me think hard. I don't think I did. <laughs> um. Rana, Rana shakes his head. There were no snakes. No, I thought hard about it, and no, I didn't. Oh, I did. Mm. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember. Can you read these dreams? You put, you put, with your monk reflexes, you reach out quick as a striking snake to grab uh, Nicholas. And I just saw oh, snakes. And I went, oh, maybe I did. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> you just ought to... Finding, yeah. F- Find press control F. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> control F snake. Control F snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, very well. Maybe perhaps we should uh, finish up our uh, our breakfasts here. Zippy, you're on your fourth. Is that right? Um, fifth. Uh, no, it's about my third. Zippy, did Sorry. you try some of the baked goods? It's a bit of a slow day. Uh, did you did you get to try any of these baked goods that I got on the way back? They're delightfully soggy. Oh no, I haven't se- I haven't seen any of those. It, uh, you might want to get in quick before um, before Percival and Anna gobble them all. I did buy them for all of us. <laughs> Thank you very no much. Problem. Would you like a cigar? Uh, no, for now. I I tend to I don't tend to, to really dabble in that much unless I'm having a drink and. Um, after last night, to be honest, and that that sleep, I don't think I'd be drinking for a bit again. Rana, Rana sort of glances and says, "What is a cigar?" ZB, <laughs> I'm going to leave that one to you. <laughs> you see this thing I'm holding in between my two fingers here. And um, what is the difference between that and a cigarette? <laughs> cigarettes are smaller, and you can actually inhale. <laughs> Rana understands this immediately and he, he nods and he says uh, like like uh, in the village he says the the old women they uh, they burn the leaves from and he says a, he says a word in Chelton uh, that you don't recognize he says uh, it makes them it makes them laugh a lot and then <laughs> plan weddings for the men. <laughs> No, what you're talking about is a Camberwell carrot. <laughs> this is a cigar. <laughs> Cigars don't make you laugh. Cigars make you sophisticated. Rana has no understanding or concept of what the word sophisticated means. So Rana just nods and then just sort of under his breath in like a stage whisper, like a loud whisper, like uh, to soliloquy, he says, uh, be careful uh, if... 
if if Zibby looks like he is planning a wedding for me. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, you, I mean, you have the garter already. Yeah. <laughs> so the Rana. queen looks and slightly nods at, at Rana. Like, of course. <laughs> Rana looks like 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 genuinely like like mildly alarmed. Like in, in his experience, like when older people get together and and like smoke and discuss things, that normally means that like, your life is being planned away and you don't really have a say in what happens. Uh, oh. So R- Rana is now mildly suspicious of the, the concept of cigars. Now mildly upset him. <laughs> and apparently women. Zippy puts his hand up in front of his mouth and turns to uh, Percy slightly and goes, uh, very, very quietly, and goes, How paranoid do you think we can make him if we keep doing this all the time while looking at him? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be paranoid already. Well, yes, but if, just because you're paranoid, it doesn't make, mean they're not out to get you. Would you like to roll deception? <laughs> oh yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and Rana, you uh, can roll a wisdom saving throw. Deception plus three on deception, so uh, that's a dirty twenty. Would it be an insight for uh, Rana? Uh, it's uh, more of a, again, it's kind of a, it's a saving throw kind of issue because he's yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Rana, Rana, Rana fails that miserably. <laughs> yeah. Rana, Rana gets like like an eight. Um, so. Rana, Rana looks. I got nineteen. Yeah, so I got a, I got a dirty twenty. You got a nineteen. So we yep. we are royally winding him up. Yep. <laughs> Rana now looks like genuinely, like genuinely, he's like he's like oh shit, like uh, <laughs> I don't even like, know those girls' names. <laughs> Rana, Rana, Rana's absentmindedly. Um, I was going to say fingering the garter, but that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, each to their own, buddy. Each to their own. The one on his leg? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. He, he, he sort of absentmindedly sort pulls of like... pulls an extra one out of his trousers and goes, where the hell did that one come from? <laughs> he's absentmindedly sort of, uh, sort of pinging, sort of pinging the... Um, pinging the garter. Uh, yeah, the garter against his arm. <laughs> And then he pauses and his eyes widen in like sudden horror and he, he starts muttering and he, he says to Siliqui, he says, this might be very bad. He says, uh, in my tribe, he says, a man may take, may take many wives. And then he pauses and then he starts shaking his head and he says, perhaps I'm in a great deal of trouble. <laughs> Rana, don't worry. I'll, I'll look out for you, Rana. Don't worry. Nothing bad will happen. I, did you enjoy last night? Did you was um did you have fun? Rana Rana nods very earnestly and says, Yes, yes, and then his eyes flick to the stairs and then he looks back at Percy and Zibby and then he looks back at his trophies <laughs> on his arms and then he says, uh, I, I think perhaps we should leave before they come downstairs. Uh, <laughs> shall we shall we go? And then he starts to sort of like like really like he, he really thinks he should he should escape now before they come downstairs. <laughs> Siliqui kicks Zibby under the table. Stop it, you two. Look what you're doing to him. Ow, I think something bit me. <laughs> I was going to say there, Siliqui, you can roll an attack. <laughs> attack for his shin. Flurry of blows. <laughs> Several smacks under the table. I get plus four, is it? Or plus uh, for my unarmed attack? Because it's still a kick. Uh, 
Uh, what do uh, I get? Oh, no, I get plus so five. Since, it's been so, it's been so long since you hit something, I can't remember. I get plus five. Uh, <laughs> that is, that is, that is, that is, that is definitely a hit, anyway. I got a dirty definitely 20. Hit, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Roll <Okay>. damage. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my Half shin. tempted, but no, no, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just messing with you, yeah, because because I'm assuming you're not aiming to actually hurt Zibby. No, it's more of a just a, yeah. you know, like some inadvertently shatter Zibby's yeah. uh, I just accidentally uh, cobbled our uh, cleric. Now what? I I used to be an adventurer till um till I took a monk to the knee. Till <laughs> I took a monk to the knee. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, wait, they fired the monk at you? Yes, it was very effective. It's <laughs> <laughs> a natural I, 20. We were, play, we were playing with a, 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 a Goliath barbarian who had an idea to <laughs> <laughs> launch the monk as a missile. <laughs> Having their hands of, uh, above anyway. their head in a pointed manner. <laughs> so so Perci- Percival uh, stands up. And, uh, and he's like, okay, then we, sh- we should probably be off. Uh, goes over to Rana, slaps him on the back, and says, All right, Rana, let's, uh, let's make a man of you. I think um, that happened last night. Uh, <laughs> oh, an honest man of you, then. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> she punches uh, Percival in the arm as he's uh, gone past. Stop it. Ow. CB stands up, slaps him on the other shoulder, and goes, Hey, let's get things planned then. <laughs> 